So you've got a new manager bounce for him with Antonio Conte coming in. You've got a record-breaking week for England where he has become the record competitive goal scorer for England. I've probably said a few times this season, especially after these international breaks, that I think Kane's going to come good. I do still believe that. I think the new manager is certainly going to help as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're sitting at the end of the season. Kane's got 20 league goals. And these are the sort of games, Leeds at home, where he's going to get returns. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be scared of Leeds in any way. I'd expect him to return. And he's a solid, solid captain shout this week. At number two, I've gone with Mohamed Salah. This is the lowest that he's been in a few weeks, number two. Just because of the incredible form that he's on, it means that doesn't really matter who the opposition is, especially at Anfield. And they've got Arsenal at home in this coming week. Arsenal certainly a harder fixture on paper than it would have looked a few weeks back, but Salah's got a decent record against Arsenal and he's just got a fantastic record this season. He's only blanked once this season and that was in game week two. And even in that one, I think he got an offside goal in that game. So, yeah, he's he's just on unstoppable form at the moment. So there wouldn't be many better options than putting the armband on the Egyptian again this week, which I'm sure plenty of people will be doing. But at number one, it is Cristiano Ronaldo. So if you are going to swing against Salah this week for captaincy, this is the man to do it with, I think. You've got Watford away. They've got a new manager in Ranieri. But they've had some mixed results, really. Arsenal could have got a few more goals against them. They got battered by Liverpool. Ronaldo, these are the sort of games that he feasts on, really. A bit maybe looking back to Newcastle at home when he got a couple of goals there. can see something similar in this game. And yeah, if, if this is the week you want to swing against Salah, Ronaldo's the man to go with, I think, for this. Now, moving on to... My top five teams to target, so that is looking over the next three weeks predominantly, although a couple of these have been driven a little bit as well by longer-term fixtures too. So at number five, I've gone with Norwich. They've got Southampton at home, Wolves at home and Newcastle away. At the time of recording this one, it looks like Dean Smith is going to be in charge of Norwich for that game. They finally got their first win of the season under their belt. and. They're still not great defensively, but these three fixtures are definitely ones to attack for Norwich. Unfortunately for myself, I had Norman on my bench. I didn't get his points at the weekend, just gone. But yeah, he's now one of the highest scoring mids at four and a half and below. I think if you're ever going to go for team with Pookie, now is the time to do it. And Max Aaron's at 4.3 million. Looks a bit of a bargain, I think. So they're the ones... I'd be looking at in particular. Also, Brandon Williams at four mil, but the new manager coming in there, you might just want to see what happens with that. But if you're wildcarding over the next few weeks, then, yeah, Williams is definitely one to have just as a fifth defender. At number four, I've gone with Newcastle. So they've got Brentford at home, Arsenal away, Norwich at home. They're another one with a new manager in Eddie Howe. They've got really, two really good home games in there and one tough away game in the middle of that. 
Newcastle are the only side yet to win a game this season. And yeah, the, their run is going to get a bit tough around Christmas. So it's really important that they get a few points on the board now. And you've got to be looking at the likes of Callum Wilson as the standout and potentially St Maximan as well to be getting the goals. If they're going to do anything this season, Newcastle, they've really got to win the Brentford and Norwich games. And with Wilson knowing Eddie Howe quite well, yeah, I'd be particularly keen on getting him over a short-term period. Carl Darlow as well, that's another one. Four and a half million. If you're on Sanchez or maybe Saar, then the sideward move to Darlow might be a decent shout too over the next few weeks. At number three, I've gone with Crystal Palace. So they've got Burnley away, Villa at home and Leeds away. Probably not the easiest games on paper, but the form that Palace are in, they're one of the form sides of the season at the moment. I'd probably make them favourites in all three of those games. And Palace have got so many really good cheap and mid-price assets all over the place, all positions. Gallagher's getting a lot of love. He's the standout. But Gator as well, very good keeper option for a long-term pick. Zaha as well, I like the idea of Zaha for a few weeks. And of course, their defenders, I've got Mark Gahey, so I probably wouldn't get two. But yeah, you've got him, you've got Mitchell, they all look pretty good to be fair. So Palace are in at three. Now number two, gone with Man City. So I would probably say they've got the best fixtures long-term out of any team, but there is always that little bit of pet roulette in there, which does put me off a little bit. But at the end of the day, they're favourites for the league, and I think they're going to show it over these next few weeks that they are the best side in this league. With City, you've got more secure picks. So you've got Diaz and Edison, and when KDB gets fit, I'd put him in that bracket of probably a bit more nailed. Maybe a more boring pick, you could say. And then you've got the more exciting ones. Foden, Cancelo, Grealish to an extent as well. And Bernardo Silva, he's he's been playing incredible this year, but he's actually been getting some returns, goals and assists as well. I can't see those goals and assists sustaining, but you never know. We said that about Gundogan last season as well, and look at the run that he went on. So it's not out of the question. But yeah, they've got Everton at home, West Ham at home and Villa away in the next three. And I can see a couple of big thrashings in there for City. And at number one, same as last week, Tottenham. They've got Leeds at home, Burnley away and Brentford at home. That's some really, really good fixtures for the likes of Kane and Son. Also, Regulon and Emerson Royale looked pretty good against Everton. Those full-backs were getting very high up the pitch. Looked like as much as a goal threat as, as anyone else, really. Because of my budget, I may have to go for a 4.5 mil defender. So there's a good chance it's going to be Eric Dyer or Ben Davis in there. So I'll probably just wait and see for a week or two, see which one Conte prefers in his team, if he goes for both. Maybe I'll just go for the cheaper one. But yeah, they're definitely one to get Kane and Son in immediately. Anyone else, you can always wait a week, see what Conte wants to do with his side. And finally, my watch list. I've had quite a few changes from last week. 
Ian Acho's dropped off. He just isn't getting the minutes at the moment. And Leicester needs points in the Europa League as well. So I think there's going to be rotation in the league. And the Chelsea defenders have dropped off too. They just keep rising in price. The fixtures aren't great. A bit conservative rotation because, again, they're probably through in the Champions League, but they're going to want to win against Juventus, so they're going to have to play a strong side. And the other one that's dropped off is Son. I've not made a transfer yet, but I'm almost certain that I'm going to bring him in, so he may as well come off my watch list too. So at number five on my watch list is Phil Foden. Whenever he plays, not just this season, generally he he does deliver. He's got a great set of fixtures coming up. He's got the potential to play out of position as well as a false nine. It's one of them. It's a punt, but as long as you've got the bench cover, I think he's worth that punt. He's, for me, the most explosive City asset. It's an interesting price at 8.3. It's not super cheap. I think if he was 7.3, for example, he'd definitely be in my side. That 8.3 has definitely got got to make me think before pulling the trigger, but he's definitely up there as one of the best City assets for me. At number four is Conor Gallagher. He's the second highest scoring midfielder in the game now. Palace, one of the form sides in the league. And, yeah, he just looks really impressive. To be fair, it's not just his goals and assists. He is he is good all round in general, but he is looking like a mini, mini Lampard. Maybe gets in the box, gets the goals, and he's one. If you bring him in, I think you just keep him for the season. He can just pop up and return in pretty much any game. You saw it at City. No one was probably expecting him to score, but that's the sort of stuff he can do. Just pop up in any game and score. At number three, I've gone with Diogo Jota. So there's a few rumours flying about at the moment that Mane might miss the game against Arsenal. Firmino's out for a period of time. You've also got the African Nations Cup in January. So again, Jota's going to be getting game time there. Looks like a nice little placeholder for Salah potentially then. But you'd definitely be tempted to get him in sooner than that with some of the features Liverpool have got and if Jota gets minutes, he'll definitely score. He's one of them players that he's always returned. He can return off the bench as well. But you think if he plays the full 90, he's going to be one of the highest scoring mids in the game, I think. So he's well in with a, a chance of getting in the side. At number two, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. So he's my top captaincy choice for this week. So it's either getting him now or getting him in maybe in 15 or 16, when Man United just go on a mega run of fixtures. You've also got the potential that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer might be replaced by, well, let's just say a world-class manager or a better manager than than him, and that could do Ronaldo a lot of favours too. So, yeah, I think with Ronaldo, he's always got to be in on your watch list, having a chance of coming in. And at number one, talked about him earlier, on the captaincy shouts, it's Jao Cancelo. I think the main thing with him is he's always been someone that can get lots of points when he plays. He's now looking like he is going to play every week. Pep trusts him on the left. He trusts him on the right. He's pretty much the same value as Trent for me now. Probably not as good, but he's 
a million cheaper. And as I've already got Trent, it's not a move I'd make to to replace him. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably get both Trent and Cancelo together. And as there's not many premium forwards doing it at the moment, this big at the back is definitely a thing. And Cancelo is right up there. It's the best defender that I would be looking at. So he is my number one. That rounds off my watch list and that rounds off this week's preview on the FPL weekly episodes. Thanks for listening. Hope for another green arrow. Hope everyone has a good game week. And of course, keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheese. 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 No, 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 no.